Hi, and welcome to Beyond Breakthroughs, where we discuss everything related to business growth, spirituality, manifestation, and all things universal laws. I'm your host, Adele Tevlin, founder and creator of the CEO Blueprint, helping women create massive abundance in their life and business on their terms, free from burnout with absolutely no grinding over here. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Please don't mind my raspy um, radio voice today. I am nursing a little bit of a cold post a very exhilarating weekend, a little life update. Uh, Dave and I got married over the weekend and it was so um, beyond words. It was a fairy tale. And when I say the word fairy tale, I want to really emphasize that it was a fairy tale of our own creation. Um, Dave and I both are students of the work that I teach and we study this every day. And I can truly say that I have li- I have manifested a life by my design 100% because my life wasn't going in that direction. My life, had I not started this work, you know, over the last 10 years, there's no way that um, I would have created what I've created today. So when I say that it was a fairy tale, it was really a fairy tale of our own creation. So it speaks really well, actually, to um, what I want to focus on on this podcast episode today, and that is all on desire. It's all on desire because the seed of everything, the seed of all creation, the seed of all manifestation, the seed of everything in life is our desire. And most of us are conditioned to believe that the word desire has a negative connotation. Like to desire something is like an, almost like an animal instinct or it's not good to follow desire. Like I I can even just like Remember as, as a child think, you know, if just because I wanted something doesn't mean I could have it. Like these are the things that we condition our children to believe. And it's no wonder we get all fucked up as kids, as adults, or we don't know how to make money or we don't know how to fulfill on a desire is because for most of us, we have a lot of shame and guilt looped into the word desire, but I want to actually deconstruct this. And I want to take you through my meaning and representation of desire through the work that I've studied based on Napoleon Hill and all sorts of incredible mentors and teachers throughout my life, most of which are I've never met, but some of which I have. And the study of desire is so important because if you do not have a, a strong burning desire, like Napoleon Hill talks about in Think and Grow Rich, if you don't have a burning desire to do the thing that you say you want, you'll never you'll never do it. You'll never manifest it because everything else in life will become more important or distracting than the thing that you say that you really want. So let's dive into this episode today and talk about desire. So desire, the Latin meaning of the word desire comes from from Latin desire, which is of the father. So desire means of the father. What does that mean? It means it comes from God comes from source, whatever you believe in, higher power, God, source, universe, quantum field, put in whatever word works for you. I'm going to use the word God or, or the universe. So God gave you your desires. That's what it really means in the Latin word desire of the father. In your subconscious mind, you have a storehouse of knowledge and information. And one of those pieces of information is your deepest heart's desire it's your part of your spiritual DNA. We have both genetic DNA that we get from our mother and father, and we also have spiritual DNA. It is, it is the DNA of our soul. 
our, our incarnation here, our karmic DNA. It's the thing that we're meant to do here on this planet. I mean, this has been talked about by prophets for, for millennia, but the funny thing about all this now is that these are all quantifiable, measurable things that we can study in science. That's what quantum physics is all about. But desire is this idea of things that are placed in your heart by God. The things that you desire are meant for you. The things that you desire are meant for you. The things that you desire are, you're drawn to those things in a vibrational match kind of way. You're drawn to your desires because they're meant to be fulfilled on for your blueprint in life. There's like a greater blueprint that God gave you. It's the fulfillment of your purpose here on this planet at this time. And when you're led to something, like when your heart stirs because of something or you feel pulled to something, and that could be, by the way, something materialistic, which we'll talk about here in a moment. I even hate the word materialistic because it implies that it's not as important as the things that fill your soul, which is completely false because we live in a material world. You are a material being. You are matter. And matter is three-dimensional, and we live in a world full of three-dimensional things. That is how universe, God, source, consciousness manifests itself with and through you. So when you're drawn to something of material nature, it doesn't make it bad or wrong. It actually means that there's something in that thing that's going to bring you to the next level of your evolution to fulfill in your greater purpose. I'm going to say that again because it is so important. If you're drawn to something material, quote unquote, like a purse, a car, a book, a course, a person, you know, a pair of earrings, a pair of shoes, and you, you're obsessed with it. You can't stop thinking about it. There's something in that that is required for you to go to the next level in your evolution to move you closer to your purpose. So the word materialistic with this negative connotation needs to be erased from your psyche. It is just not the truth. It's an old paradigm around money being bad or wrong or material things being bad or wrong, which is actually holding you back from making money. So desire, the things in your life that you desire are made for you. They want you. They want you so badly. In fact, I had a mentor once say to me, your desires want you more than you want them. And I remember writing that on a post-it note and kind of um, putting it in my pocket or keeping it in my wallet and reading it. Whenever I felt waves of doubt or uncertainty, I would read, my desires want me more than I want them. So what do you desire? What do you desire? What is in your heart right now? What do you want? Like I said, what do you want? What do you desire? Can you be used interchangeably? is one of the most important questions you can ever ask yourself. If you don't know what you want and why you want it, you'll never achieve it. Because the doubt, the fear, the insecurity, the judgment, that will be stronger, a stronger current than the current of your desire. You have to keep your desire so hot, so burning hot, so clean, so clear, that it is the most important thing. Like Napoleon Hill called it a magnificent obsession. You have to be obsessed with the thing you want. If you say you want to build a seven-figure business or you say you want to start a family or you say you want to volunteer in Africa or you say you want to uh, buy a new car, you have to want that thing more than you want anything else. Why? Because our subconscious mind is geared to keep us safe and the same. It is not geared to go, oh yes, Adele, you desire seven figures. Let's go find the easiest route to do that. No, It's going to stop you at every hurdle because it doesn't want you to change because it thinks you're going to die. It thinks it's unsafe. This is the hardwiring of the subconscious mind. 
So you need to be obsessed. It needs to be burning desire, like Napoleon Hill says, a burning desire to want the thing that you want so badly that you're willing to do the 10,000 tries, like we talked about the Wright brothers. I mean, we don't know how many times did it take Steve Jobs to develop the computer or the iPhone? Like, how many tries did it really take Henry Ford? How many tries did it take the Wright brothers? How many tries did it take? Malcolm Gladwell talks about the 10,000 hours, the 10,000 tries. It's all about building mastery. Building mastery means that you actually get it in your psych- in your psychology, in your subconscious mind to become habitual. When something gets turned over to your subconscious mind and it becomes habitual, it then becomes fixed. And once it's fixed as a pattern, as a new paradigm, and becomes a new belief system, it starts to translate into your results. That is why I always say your results tell you exactly what you believe. Nothing more, nothing less. Your results tell you what you believe. So why I love talking about money is because money is so tangible. It's exact. It's exact. You look at your bank account, it'll tell you exactly what you believe about money. Now, if you take the judgment out of that and you actually just look at it like a scientist, if you look at your debt and you look at your credit cards and you look at your checkbook, it'll tell you exactly what you believe about money. It'll actually tell you exactly what you believe about a lot of things, specifically your worth, your value, your I am enoughness or I am not enoughness, your I am worthy, I am not worthy. That is why results tell you exactly what you believe. That is why desire... When you have a burning desire, you can become obsessed with something. And when you start to become obsessed with something and you start to study something and you start to focus on something over and over and over again, because repetition is the master teacher, it becomes fixed in your subconscious mind and habitual. And when something becomes habitual, it starts to translate into your results. I want to read you something from a book that I absolutely love and study every day and teach from. And... I'm going to read you something and I just want you to listen to what this says here as it relates to everything I'm talking about. And the book is called You Squared by a mentor of mine named Price Pritchett. And he says this, quantum leaps won't happen if you're living a life with a lukewarm heart. A lukewarm heart. Now, as I'm reading this, think for yourself apply this to yourself, pull it towards yourself. When you're reading something to study it, you want to actually ask yourself, why is the author using the word lukewarm? I think he's using lukewarm because most people live their life, I believe, with a lukewarm heart. They're kind of meh. Yeah, I like it. I I kind of want it. I want it as long as it doesn't push me to be uncomfortable. That's really what, what he's saying. But then he goes on to say this, passion is a very important part of the process. It fires the soul and fills the spirit, energizing the heart and mind for the quantum leap to a higher plane of performance. Passion also keeps you going when you're hit with problems and uncertainty. Now, why does Pritchett Pritchett say this? Because you're going to be hit with problems and uncertainty. We've talked about this ad nauseum. That's the law of polarity. Everything in the universe has an equal and opposite. When you're going for your goal, you're going to be met with the opposite. But if you don't have that passion, that burning desire, then the problem and the uncertainty becomes stronger than your desire for it. And this is where most human beings, 99.99% of people stop. They give up. He goes on to say, but passion itself must be fueled and you need that flame and you feed that flame, sorry, with visions of a dream that is dramatic. 
the emotional intensity inside must burn hot enough to protect you against the chilling effects of doubt, uncertainty, uncertainty, criticism, and failure. Only deep desire can generate such heat. So interesting. Only deep desire can generate such heat, which will do what? Warm you against the chilling effects of doubt, uncertainty, criticism, and failure. Isn't it interesting that he uses those four adjectives? Like everybody that's ever going for anything is going to be met with doubt, uncertainty, criticism, and failure. If you're not being met with those things, everybody, it means you're not actually doing anything. You're not going towards your dream if you don't have any uncertainty or criticism or failure. For you to care this intensely, of course, there must be something worth caring about, something remarkable, special, and precious enough to light the fire in your heart. This means you must loosen the limits on your thinking and give yourself permission to pursue what you want most. Permission. I've talked about this so many times. Do you give yourself permission to want what you want? And that's why I'm I'm really focusing on desire today. Are you even giving yourself permission to want what you want in your desire? You might want to journal on that. Do I give myself permission to want what I want? Am I giving myself permission in this moment? Or am I still making it bad or wrong? The climate is right for a quantum leap only when you're passionately drawn to a particular goal. When you're in resonance with it. It's what I said about being in harmony. Like when you love something, when you want something, you're in harmony, you're in resonance. You don't have to convince yourself to think about your children or your your husband or something that you love or your dog. Like you're drawn to it. You're in harmony with it. You're passionately drawn to it. So let your deepest desires direct your aim. Set your sights far above the reasonable target. The power of purpose is profound only if you have a desire that stirs the heart. The inner drive must be strong enough to carry you past the point of wishful thinking. The dream must consume you, control you, drive you to action, half-hearted effort, disallowing half-hearted effort in the pursuit. If you have a magnificent obsession, you are poised for a quantum leap. So, I think this is so important to really check in with today. Where what, do I know what I want? Is my desire red hot? What is it that I desire? Am I allowing myself to be drawn passionately to things? Even if, you know, for me, it started off with like just following desire, even if it made no sense. Like if, if it was like, I don't know why I desire that, that bag or those earrings. I'm not sure why I desire to, to buy that wallet. I'm not sure why I desire to go on that trip, but I allowed myself to follow those desires. And what ended up happening was when I allowed myself to follow desire, not, let me distinguish something here, not desire like, oh, I just want to sit on the couch eating bonbons and watching Netflix. That's crap. That's not desire. That's laziness. That's not the same thing as spiritual DNA. I'm talking about you can't stop thinking about something. You wake up dreaming about it. You're obsessed like you were with a kid. Like I look at my son and he's so obsessed with cars. I know he's going to become like an engineer or he's going to build cars or be the next Elon Musk. He is so obsessed with them. I mean, he has thousands of cars in the basement. He watches shows on cars. He plays with cars. He builds cars. All he wants to do is talk about cars, 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 cars. That is a magnificent obsession. And we have that as children. We have our imagination. We have obsession. Those are all things that are intricately, innately part of our intellect, our higher faculties of the intellect. But as adults, those things get beaten out of us because we have to be practical, which is the freaking killer of all desires. 
So are you allowing yourself to follow desire, knowing that that is part of your spiritual DNA? It is bringing you one step closer to your the blueprint of your life, the purpose, the grand finale of why you're here. So today, here's my piece of homework for you. Number one, I want you to really focus on what is it that I desire? Journal. Let yourself free write. Don't script it. Don't, don't kind of like go, yeah, but that's not practical. Don't do any of that. Just ask yourself, what is it that I truly desire? Could be like, I really desire na- to, to go be in nature for a week or to take a trip here or to buy that car, or to buy that wallet or to invest in that mentor. Like whatever it is, just write down the desire. And then here's what I invite you to do this week. Allow desire to lead you. Meaning that if there's something that you can't stop thinking about, just give yourself permission to go there. Give yourself permission to go there. Whether it's taking a different route on your walk or buying something for yourself or that's material, again, quote unquote, we live in a material world, guys. Everything is matter, so everything that you buy is material. There's nothing wrong with that. But give yourself permission and see what opens up. When I started following desire, that's when everything started to change. That's when I had quantum leaps in my life, my business, my partnership, even the ring that I manifested that that Dave bought me. He gifted me with a brand new ring before our wedding. It was the exact dream ring that I had envisioned in my mind that he had designed himself. Desire is so powerful. And when I look at that ring every day, it is a sign of how much we've grown together as a couple, how much I've grown, how much he's grown, and that I can manifest and create anything my heart desires. And so can you. Remember, if I can do it, you can do it. So go think about desire this week. Go follow desire this week. Just let yourself kind of be a tuning fork to your desire. Let yourself see where you're a vibrational match, where you're in harmony with things, where you're passionately drawn to things. And just kind of journal on what opens up. And please feel free to share it with us, okay? So you know what to do next. Share this episode maybe with someone in your life who you know, you feel is a little bit flat, maybe who needs a little dose of desire, who needs some inspiration. I think it's always so good to circulate the love. What we give, we receive in kind. And I love you guys, and I'll see you all in the next episode. Bye for now. So listen, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And more than anything, what I really want you to know is that you can have whatever your heart desires simply because you exist. You're worthy of having it all. If you thought that today's episode was amazing, I would love for you to share and spread the love by tagging me on Instagram, sharing this episode, and making sure that you leave a five-star review. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes going forward. Have an amazing day.